0: on sleeper we'll list our favorite value picks the players you absolutely have to avoid and most importantly we will leverage the thousands of drafts on underdog Fantasy's adp with real money on the line versus sleepers default rankings which change every single day based on whatever home leagues are going on to give you the cheat code to build a juggernaut team
1: Josh and I have done these videos for ESPN and Yahoo today. I'm going to be drafting for the early spots. Josh is going to be drafting on the back half. We looked at the rankings. We have general strategies here, but we'll see what Josh and I run through. In general, I think these rankings are pretty good, except the wide receivers in the middle part of the draft. I think there's lots of values. And then the running backs at the very last part of your draft, I think that we can scoop all of them up.
0: And what I've noticed on Sleeper is you can basically let any foundation that you build through the first four rounds guide you throughout the rest of your draft, since it is half point PPR standard, uh, then two running backs, two wide receivers, two flex, again, these standard sleeper leagues, it allows you like the world is your oyster in many ways. It gives you a lot of flexibility depending on how the draft falls to you. And I think Hayden will be building a very different team at pick number two than I will be at pick number 10. Let's get into it.
1: So I'm drafting from this first spot. Justin Jefferson, our 101 goes first. I'm going to take Jamar Chase, uh, other picks that I was considering Cooper Cup and Christian McCaffrey, but Jamar Chase in a redraft league, I think has a safer floor compared to Cooper Cup and especially in half PPR. Jamar Chase, more of a touchdown, big play threat in the settings.
0: And what I've noticed on sleeper is the round three through seven running back values are absolutely horrific. I want to avoid that section, as many are going to call it, the running back dead zone, as much as possible. And on the board, I see that coming around in the turn, hopefully I can get one of Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, or even Devontae Adams. And there's really only one running back left that I want to take here at the nine spot, and it's Nick Chubb. And that's the difference between half PPR and full PPR as well. Yes. Okay, now I get Stefan Diggs, who's ranked 10th overall. I wouldn't begrudge any of you if you'd rather take C.E. Lamb or Devontae Adams. It's all dependent on what your scoring is. Uh, In this build, I can already tell I am almost certainly, unless like a Ramondre Stevenson or something like that gets to me at the end of round three, uh, this is going to be a hero running back build, and I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, especially when we have the flexibility of the two flex spots, if that's what your league settings look like. All right, I'm back on the clock. There's a lot of the wide receivers available, like Jalen Waddle, for example, Chris Olave. I'm debating Jalen Hurts here because this is half PPR. Um, and I'm actually going to go that way as well. I think that you like the values, maybe Anthony Richardson and Daniel Jones later on, but I think in half PPR, the quarterbacks are valued a little bit higher. And then I'm going to go back and I'm going to make a really balanced build. I'm going to go sort to my running backs and draft Ramondre Stevenson. I know that Zeke Elliott is there, but I think we're overrating just how much Zeke's going to be involved. I think we are underrating how valuable Bill O'Brien is versus Matt Patricia at offensive coordinator.
0: So there's a few things I want to talk through here. First is going back to my team at the top of the second round. I could have easily gone with a superhero running back, a double running back start, and gone Nick Chubb and Tony Pollard. If that is how you would want to build a team, I think Tony Pollard in half-point PPR with these roster settings is definitely worth a first-round pick, and getting at the top of the second round is a smash spot. Uh, And then to Hayden's point, On sleeper even versus espn and yahoo again we have videos on those we've been targeting elite quarterbacks in round three on those platforms that is seemingly impossible to do on sleeper they all go in the second round and even in the third round joe burrow is on the board so my question to myself now is if i'm going to take lamar jackson Or do I want to, for the first time in all of these cheat code videos, do a true late round quarterback strategy? Since we have not done one of those yet, I'm going to bypass the quarterback and go with Calvin Ridley, who on underdog is a second round pick 24th overall right now. But I was just able to get him here at the end of round three.
1: I had a list of my favorite values and Calvin Ridley was my favorite value on the board. If you can get Calvin Ridley in the fourth round, which is where he goes ADP wise. I think that's a layup.
0: Yeah. He's going 39th here in half point PPR settings again, 24th on underdog. That is definitely our first value here on the board. And I still don't, I mean, I I really do love Kenneth Walker as a player, but all these wide receivers that are still out there are definitely calling my name Hayden. Um, Obviously, Debo was on the board, Keenan Allen. Uh, my pick is actually going to be Amari Cooper.
1: I love Amari Cooper. Um, he just has to do what he did last year, and there's a chance that Deshaun Watson is a big quarterback upgrade as well. Since I went wide receiver, quarterback, running back, anything's available to me. Keenan Allen fell way after ADP here. He goes 42nd overall, 41st in the rankings. This is a value, especially some of these other wide receivers in the round four or five ta- c- category have taken a beating Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy. That just makes the value of somebody like Keenan Allen even higher.
0: Yeah, and this is where I believe it's the softest area on sleeper are these round four, round five, round six wide receivers. You just saw Drake London go off the board. He's going 10 spots later on sleeper than he is on underdog. Uh, Christian Watson is going 18 spots later on sleeper. Mike Williams is going 23 spots later. Jahan Dotson, you know, 17 spots later. Like these are all yep. the to me the sweet spots of wide receivers. That this is really how you build your team. And keep in mind, on the default settings, you can start two wide receivers. So Hayden. After this, you have a two wide receiver, one quarterback, one running back build. I have a one running back, three wide receiver build. How would you go and progress from here in building your roster?
1: So I think this is the wide receiver tier that I would be targeting. I'll throw in George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. They go 79th and 80th based off of the preseason. The Steelers look good and it makes sense. A very young offense. Those guys are riding high. Jordan Addison, a rookie 83rd overall. I think that he has some upside. Brandon Cooks and Gabe Davis. We know what they are at this point in their career, but they go well into the 90s. Gabe Davis on underdog. I've seen him go as high as like in the 50s and 60s uh, because of the Buffalo Bills offense. So there's a lot of wide receiver values. Right there. And for the running backs, it's hard. I think that David Montgomery at 78th overall stands out to me because there's upside there. And same thing with James Cole. But really, it's hard to find the running back value. So that's why back in round three, I went Ramondre Stevenson. Back in round one, you went Nick Chubbs. That way, we only have to find one, maybe two of these running back values in this tier.
0: Have you ever been on vacation after a long day of activities or sightseeing? You have a night in room service, bathrobes. And television or movies. And when you're in a foreign country, you scroll Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming service you have. And you realize that the library of content there is so much larger than it is in the United States. You start a new show, a new series. And when you get back home, you realize... You now have to find that on a different service or pay for it in a different way. That is where Surfshark comes in. It's a VPN service that lets you virtually travel the world with a tap of a finger. You can go to Spain, Canada, Costa Rica to watch the content available in those countries. So you can try Surfshark today totally risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And get Surfshark VPN at surfshark.deals underdog or enter promo code underdog for three extra months for free. You heard me right. Three extra months for free. That is surfshark.deals slash underdog. Yeah, the two values that you mentioned, Dave Montgomery and James Cook, those make a lot of sense. And I know all of you are screaming at home, hey, I want to feel comfortable at my second running back spot. But just consider that on a weekly basis, if you continue to hammer these wide receivers, uh, you can start four each and every week. So having six really good ones on your roster gives you a massive advantage over the rest of your league mates. And then... I think actually there's a pocket a bit later on. You talked about after pick 70 with the likes of DeMont, with the likes of James Cook. Once we get past pick 100, it's Brian Robinson at 102, Kilue Herbert at 103. Heck Jalen Warren is going 36 spots later on sleeper than he is on underdog at uh, 121 versus 157. If you get 2 or even 3 of those names to try to fill out your running back 2 spot, That would make me feel incredibly comfortable if you do start with that here running back or zero running back strategy. Obviously, and I want to repeat this, if I opened with, let's say, Nick Chubb and Tony Pollard, I would then not touch the running back position until about round 10. You cannot cannot jump in. You have to resist the temptation to do it.
1: But even if you go that route, there are some late round running back values I'm seeing all over the board. Jeff Wilson, 174th overall, he might be the starting running back for the Dolphins on week one. Ty J Spears, Zemir White, Jerome Ford, Ty Chandler. I think those are clearly the RB2s on their own team. They have tons of upside if you are kind of looking for classic zero RB candidates. So, my last couple of picks I think on sleeper will be the running back position. So, I don't want to have four or five of them before it's uh, too late. Cause I want to scoop up the values down the board.
0: And just final note, it's not that we don't love some of those players that are going in rounds three through seven at the running back position. They're just going so incredibly early that it is difficult to wrap my brain around it. Like, Damian Pierce we love as a player he's going 14 spots earlier on sleeper than he is on underdog. Miles Sanders going 20 spots earlier. Dalvin Cook is going 23 spots earlier. DeAndre Swift 21 spots earlier. You know I, I just want to be able to bypass this basically unless it does you know follow and, and and fall exactly how I want it to and then I would be willing to take the one favorite one of the two favorites I like in that spot and for me that would be Damien Pierce.
1: I will say this is why I love drafting on underdog because I yes. love drafting Damian Pierce and Miles yes. Sanders in this tier. In my opinion, those guys are just ranked too low on underdog and that's why they're some of my highest drafted players. So different, different ranges of, of values. I'm with you balanced up front, pound the wide receivers early. And then to me at tight end, my rankings and their ADP are almost exactly the same throughout the entire way. So if you there have a one. Favorite player, which one?
0: There is one. So on sleeper, Darren Waller is being drafted as the tight end seven. He opened underdog this summer as the tight end nine, has climbed all the way up to the tight end four. You can get him around pick 65. That to me stands out as the best value at the tight end spot if you want one of those top seven, top eight names, because he is going to be the focal point of the passing game for the New York Giants. But if not, Again, we keep bringing up these names on every single platform because they have not been adjusted accordingly. Luke Musgrave is listed as the 194th player and Jawan Johnson as the 199th. And you and I both believe that Jawan Johnson has a chance of putting up something like eight to ten touchdowns this season.
1: Every down players can move their tapes good and they have the roles right now. So
0: to rewind Hayden selected a quarterback at the end of round two, Jalen Hurts, our quarterback one. There are other quarterbacks that you saw go in round three, like Joe Burrow, like Lamar Jackson. For me, the person that is now playing to the late round quarterbacks, I would double dip later on on Sleeper. And the two names I'm going to throw at you is Anthony Richardson at pick 105. I understand if all of you believe that he is going to struggle this year. I'm an optimist and I still think he's going to struggle, but it's not necessarily going to matter for fantasy football because he is going to put up a nice rushing floor each and every week. And then I would double tap that with Daniel Jones, who's going as pick 146 on sleeper versus pick 109 on underdog because he even gives you the rushing and the passing outcomes, floors and ceilings at the quarterback position.
1: Yeah, those players just go a little bit later on sleeper than they do otherwise. So that was the only thing I was in the back of my head when I was drafting Jalen Hurts early. Is I do love those values, Geno Smith as well. But Anthony Richardson, what caught my eye? They're playing fast in the preseason. We didn't necessarily yes. know that was going to be the case. More plays for Anthony Richardson is a good thing.
0: Yeah, more plays plus rushing quarterback minus mistakes still equals big fantasy points yep. for me and for you. Okay, just a couple quick. Players to put in your queue. We mentioned all the tight ends. Kenny Gainwell, 187 versus 141 on underdog. Ty Chandler, 220 on sleeper versus 200 on underdog. And I'll throw in Jonathan Mingo. Only an eight pick difference, but I think he's going to emerge as the Panthers wide receiver one.
1: My favorite wide receiver targets, last picks, Nico Collins, 171st, Zay Jones, 175th, Van Jefferson, 197th. I think all three of them will be in two wide receiver sets. They have those roles locked down, down the field targets. There might be a bi-week fill-in, but they're essentially free.
0: All right. Hopefully that helped you. Again, just to... Conclude all of this and summarize all of it. Two running backs, two wide receivers, two flex positions. You can go in any direction. So allow those first two or three rounds to guide you, whether it be a singular running back, two running backs, all wide receivers, or let's say you throw a quarterback into that mix as well. We gave you two starts and then some of our favorite players from, I don't know, rounds four through 14 that you can find on Sleeper. Okay. If you're drafting on ESPN, if you're drafting on Yahoo! We have cheat code videos for those as well. And your season does not end with your draft. So be sure to hit that subscribe button down below. We'll carry you through the next two weeks, the next two months, all the way to your championship. For Hayden, I'm Josh at the Villa. Talk to y'all soon. See ya.